family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Today, my guest is Peter Pritchett. Peter is an entrepreneur. He's a partner in Golden Elixir Enterprises, and he's a horse owner. Peter, welcome. Hi there. How are you? How's your day been? <laughs> great, great. I, I love the setting you're in. It really looks nice. This is your backyard? Yeah. Yes, this is my backyard. I got the duckies roaming. I don't know if you can see it with the zoom, but the ducks are roaming and I can hear them, you know, clucking and making noises. So, and I saw the turkeys. Yes, you saw the turkeys, Mr. Motorcycle and Napoleon. They're not around right now, but they're my buddies. <laughs> well, Peter, I met you um, when you and your family were introducing a board game that you had designed and I was so fascinated with this project I I can't imagine that it's easy or simple to, to design a board game so how did how did this all start well it started with my mother coming up with the idea it just was kind of like an epiphany where she decided she wanted to make a board game about bad house guests and it was after we had a stretch of interesting people stay at our house. And we had one particular house guest that was really bad who stopped taking a psychiatric medicine. And he started lining up the furniture outside. And then my parents had to call the cops to get him to, to take his medicine. And then they took him to the airport and he wandered around the airport for three days. And it was my dad's old friend from college. And so it, it was so crazy that my mom was like, Oh, this is just interesting. I was living in Texas at the time with my sister um, training at a horse farm because I wanted to get into horses. And so when I came home, she's like, we're making a board game and I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I love that, you know, that analogy of taking lemons and making lemonade. <laughs> yes, it was taking all the bad experiences of our life from uh, my two sisters my mother and I and my mom had was just going through a divorce with my dad and it was kind of a, a harsh reality check and we were kind of realizing you know what kind of man my dad was and how he didn't really care for us that well and we were all you know looking at our flaws and trying to figure out what we were going to do with the next step and so I guess the board, making the board game, we didn't think it would be a business or anything. We just did it as an answer and a way to heal the trauma that we were going through and trying to overcome. I love that, that, you know, healing from trauma. So I gather that this designing this board game together brought your family together and provided healing. And it absolutely saved our family. And it, 
put together the fracturing relationships between my mother, my sisters and I, we kind of didn't really like each other. Um, my one sister is being kind of controlling and bossy and I was just drinking too much and didn't care about anything. And my other sister is being aloof and just didn't really care. And then my mom wasn't really getting the love and support she needed. And we had these two, autistic identical twin brothers that we had taken care of for about 13 or 14 years and they were starting to die and hospice was coming in and helping us take care of them and it was really really painful because that had been kind of our purpose and our goal was to take care of them and love on them and so that was coming to an end and we we're about to be out of a career and um not sure what to do next because we all had sacrificed so much as far as relationships and going to college and different things to try to help my mom with her job and taking care of this family and these twins. And so kind of the wackiness that we went through taking care of them is a lot of the dynamics that are, you show up in this game and a lot of the pain we felt at the time playing this game healed us from that pain and it just made us laugh and laugh and laugh and uh it was the game that we wanted to play it was a game that was non-combative but had the right you know flavor of competition that's interactive and involves everybody but yet everyone's playing individually and incorporates humor and trying to pitch and sell your scenarios and you know move while you're also trying to do those things now, tell us more about the game. I, I've seen it. I'm familiar with it. It looks like um, all of the players draw cards with these, you know, house guests and different scenarios. How would you describe the game? Uh, it's a perfect blend of strategy without it being too hard to pick up and uh, like real time sales and um, trying to pitch your scenarios. You get one of 30 horrible house guests and it's your job to get rid of them before anyone else. And you have to take them to three entertainment destinations and move around the board. And you can choose whatever path you wanna go around the board, which is very unique. And you draw household items and household dilemmas. Like they're bringing problems, like they got stung on the lip or attract dog poop into the house or your guests fainted from dehydration and you have to use these household items to macgyver your way out of these problems and you have to try to pitch that solution to the group and they vote whether it works or not so you really have to use your creativity and you really have to adjust what you would use to solve it based on the group you're with so it, it involves a lot of communication too you need to be able to express your ideas so i can see and, and your work, so you're not competing with the other players in the game as much as you're communicating and, and planning together. Is that Yeah, it? it's, um, you are competing, but you can't, you have to work with other players to get your, your scenarios solved. Because if you don't get a majority vote, then your scenario doesn't work. And if you're a poop and don't vote for other people's stuff, they won't vote for yours. So it really promotes um, team building, even though you're not on the same team. And so it has this unique twist of individuality and solving your problems in your own way and how your mind works, but then selling it to the group and getting like a group um, you know, collaboration. 
So it sounds like it would be the perfect, perfect game for team building, either for a family or for coworkers. I, I, I remember I've seen that you advertise the game as being effective for you know, an employer if he wants to promote team building with his workers or with a family. Like you said, it, it bonded your family. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, it's it's a lot of fun. It's not just fun on your turn. Every turn is everyone's involvement, so it keeps you engaged. Um, people read all their cards aloud, so you have to work on your listening skills, and you really have to listen to people. There's a chance where you can land on a golden spiral and steal someone else's solution, so you want to check to see if their solutions that they pick up may solve a dilemma you have, and then that may change your strategy, how you're moving around the board. And um, it's great with families because it kind of equalizes introverts and extroverts and it gives it an equal footing for, you know, both brain types and both ways of going about playing. And it's great for businesses as well because you have to pitch on, you know, you have to pitch your scenario and work on your sales skills and you have to work on your team building and listening and especially your outside the box thinking. That sounds wonderful. So does your family plan to design more board games? What, what's in the future? Yes. Um, we have a whole, like actually a ton of games that we're thinking of. We have titles to around 15 games that we want to make. Um, I have a game that I'm making right now that's going to be in outer space, and it's going to be a three-game, like a three-part series. And it's going to all be building up to one third final game. And I'd like to do a comic book or an anime in between between storylines. My sister's working on her game right now. And then um, my mom and sister each have a title that they're about to start working on. Wonderful. Wonderful. And you were explaining your love of horses and how your future would like, you would like to be working more with horses as well is that right yes i i love horses i've had uh horses change my life in a way that no person has has um you know i had a an ability to change some of my stubbornnesses that you know even my own mother and you know sisters or a girlfriend couldn't so horses are incredible in just how big and physically dominating they are so you could be afraid of them but they're prey so they're afraid of us and their mindsets we have to shelve a lot of our predatory tendencies and aggression and being combative and we have to you have to be in charge but you have to connect more than dominate like if i go out and play a sport i can dominate the sport versus if i'm with the horse i can't dominate the horse or else the horse will freak out and then their energy is incredible if you're mind is offset if your body's offset if your energy or attitude is off the horse won't ride as good so it makes you be in control of all those things and having to try to put them on the same wavelength to work with the horse so horses are i'm trying to find the right words to describe them. <laughs> i can tell from your your voice you love them you you connect there yeah yeah that's beautiful so how do people buy your game? Where can they find it? Oh, they can find our game on our website, houseguestsfromhell.com. And that's plural. So guests with an S on the end, or we will be on Amazon, hopefully in the next week. So you can check it out on Amazon and catch us there. 
And um, you can check out our information or company stuff on goldenelixirenterprises.com as well. And you can send an email and contact uh, me there if you feel like it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you know, the sounds like that's a good gift for a family or for a business to promote. It's a great problem gift. solving communication. And it also sounds like a lot of fun. I'm also trying to expand on the game uh, and have more content. Um, we're right now working on a workbook for a business fixer workbook for small businesses to go a packet to go with the game to have businesses go through mini games and workshops and questionnaires and different things and team exercises to add even more layers of team building and have like a promotion pathway for employees and then have a boss checklist and then after that book is done i want to do a family empowerment pack how to get families back together again well, that would be great that would be wonderful very appropriate well peter thank you so much for your time and for creating such a brilliant game yes thank you very much for having me on your podcast it's wonderful to talk to you um, you always have a very um, fun and loving presence. There's, you know, not enough people like you in the world. So I'd be happy if I could be more like you in that way. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you. And Peter, you have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.